All right, well, it's 18 minutes to nine on the morning flavor. It is time for personal mastery. And every Monday we bring on the table challenges, issues that we are battling with and that we are struggling to manage. And we inspire and motivate to hopefully get you to start managing all your challenges a little better so that we can become better people, no doubt. And, uh, of course, to help us through this journey, we have uh, the ever-exceptional psychologist, life coach, and personal change catalyst, Dr. Tsepiso Matenchi. Good morning, Doc. Good morning, family. How are you guys? Good morning. We're good. We miss you. <laughs> I, I miss you too, Mara. To be honest, my view here is gorgeous. Ooh, where are you at the moment? Ooh, you globe I'm telling you, Owen. Oh, I'm telling you. Listen to that. <laughs> no, let me guess, Doctor. We'll, we'll find out on social media, won't we? <laughs> that will never happen. Yes, eh? <laughs> Look, um, in life, we, we don't live in isolation. We've got family. We've got friends. We've got people who are close to us. And sometimes because we are human beings and we believe in, you know, living together with others, we end up having to step in because we believe we have to help the, the person um, that is close to you, that we need to be there for them in different ways. But there is a negative to that in that it could potentially affect you where you either lose who you are, where you don't even have time for your own issues and challenges. So how do we best manage this where we are there for others in every way possible, and still are there for ourselves. Yeah. So we've been talking uh, a lot, and we've covered this this conversation before, where we are in a relationship with somebody, and we actually start giving, and even giving to the point where we think we've overstretched yourself, and you've 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 actually violated yourself, or you started betraying yourself, to the point where you are running empty. We've talked about it in terms of finances, with regards to black tax. And with regards to be forgiving somebody over and over again. Mm. But this time the angle is a bit different because we, it's, it's coming from a healthy place in the sense that we love each other, we want the best for each other. But right now it is my turn to support you to be the best that you can be. Mm. But as I am busy supporting you, I find that I am losing who I am. Whether because of it's taking longer for you to get what you're doing, I am putting my life on hold for you to get what you're doing, or as you are busy exploring and exploding in the world, I feel like I'm in the shadow of the sun, you know. Mm. I am not getting the, the, the growth that I want. So that's the kind of angle that we're having today. How not to lose yourself in that space, but also if you are already there, how to get around it. Mm. Now, in, in, in coaching, we talk about speech acts, and if people are doing interested, interested in integral coaching, they can go and read about speech acts. And that is where you look at different ways where you're using language, even if it is unspoken, where you are actually putting, committing yourself to certain things without being aware that you are. And this conversation we're talking about is about offers, offers as a linguistic act, where you are actually getting into a contract with somebody, giving yourself, taking the initiative to address their concerns, to put their needs first, with actually a conditional response to it but you're not some always making it explicit that you know i'm gonna take you to school with the hope that when you do qualify you'll come and marry me and become my wife mm. and it is implied that ah, i care we are together we're building a future but you haven't explicitly indicated what your conditional purpose what your conditional promise of giving this offer to say i'll support you what it is or you're assuming or automatically the same the person is on the same page as you they will automatically automatically get it that they need to come back and be loyal and faithful to you then they want to know yes you took me to school but that doesn't mean i want to be with you forever <laughs> or now your, your career is not flourishing that doesn't mean that i must now back down in order for you to shine mm. how do we have those conversations doctor especially in situations where it's almost assumed that a particular person in the relationship is 
playing a particular role. So the woman, it's almost expected that mama. So she'll be the primary caregiver. She'll look after yeah. the home. Um, the dad will be uh, the provider. Will you know not quit his job to be a yeah, caregiver? Yeah, he'll bring in all the money. I- exactly. Yeah. So how do yeah. we navigate those situations where it's almost expected? It's almost obvious, you know, and and we just fall in line because society has told us for so long that these are the gender roles and this is what we should yeah. fulfill. Um, it, the key lies in learning how to do reciprocation. And we always assume that because we're in love, we know how to reciprocate, meaning that is that, uh, that transaction of giving and taking. And some of us, we are not very clear about our needs. So, yeah, I'm taking care of the kids while you are busy pursuing your business goals, right? Yeah. But I do expect that on the weekend, you're going to prioritize me over the car wash. You're going to spend time with me and take me out to the jazz sessions instead of just going to hang out with your buddies at the car wash. Those types of conversations happen when we are now in crisis, when you've been tolerating it for a long mm. time, because you are aware now that you have there has not been any reciprocation in the value add that you are hoping for, not in the value add that your partner intends. Because sometimes your partner can say, Mara, I'm not cheating again, I'm just with the guys. But for you, it's not about the fact that you are faithful. It's an issue mm. of you're making time with me. Mm. So you actually have to be clear what the conditions for reciprocation for you are. So if more you and I in this relationship, I need to be clear about what I need because I'm giving up something the opportunity cost in being there for you well, there are certain things that I need for you to be able to do for me that makes me feel it is worth it to continue offering myself and giving away and sacrificing so much for you Dr. Tsebiso Matenji joins us this morning on Personal Mastery and we're looking at how not to lose yourself in being supportive or being there for your loved one whether in the relationship context, family, friendships um, whatever sort of a personal context you you want to refer to and really it's about your personal experiences as well and your shared experiences so why don't you give us a call 089-110-3377 we'd love to hear from you uh, because we want to hear your story it's so so tricky in relationships because a lot of the times we're ruled by our emotions and you just fall in line you know without questioning anything it's hunky-dory and before you know it this relationship has just really drained the life out of you. I wonder if there are any tools um, or ways that we can have checks with our own self yeah. and, and constantly check whether we're happy, you know, so that we're able to bring up those things to our partners instead of waiting for when, you know, there's now a big explosion. We'll certainly look at that shortly. And also the other uh, thing that I'd like to throw in there is in the context of family, mm. where someone in the family needs support, whether it's mama, whether it's Nkhonun, Tate Molo, and there's this sense of shared responsibility, but all of a sudden everything is falling on you mm. while mm. everyone else is just chilling, you know? So I don't know if um, in that context uh, it, it is worth looking at, but I really feel that a lot of us go through that too and maybe uh, Dr. Madenchi can help us unpack that one as well. But we'll take your call on 089-110-3377. So today is the 11th of November, which means it is Hello Day with Hollard, a day where Hollard encourages all South Africans to say Hello. Now, we want to know uh, what your favorite hello song is, okay? I mean, uh, we've got a couple of options here. We've got Adele's hello. We've got uh, Beast with Java, hello. We've got P. Diddy with hello, good morning. And uh, DJ KG the King with Cocota Piano, hello. <laughs> so some nice variety there. Now, what you need to do is log on to Metro FM uh, SA on Twitter and uh, just uh, vote for the hello song that you would like to hear today. The one with the most votes will be played this afternoon. I think voting closes at 3 p.m. So legit, 
the King Suite with Spectacular Knaves will be bumping that this afternoon. Make sure you are in for that. All right, we continue on the morning flavor with personal mastery. All right, we continue this morning and we're looking at how to avoid losing who you are, your essence, losing yourself in the name of being supportive of others, which I always believe in. We, we don't live in isolation and we need to be able to play our roles uh, the same way you'd like others to do. But how do you manage to do that without uh, eroding parts of who you are? I know people who are tired right now. Mm. They are mm. drained, they are tired, they are emotionally just pop. Because they've had to give so much to others. And it's not always finances. No. It's time. It's the energy. It's taking in other people's issues and problems. It's sacrifices. Putting certain things on hold. I mean, we've made examples in the context of relationships, uh, which is quite common, but also in the context of family. Mm. You know, where you know nobody else is putting the effort when we have to look after our sick aunt or mom or father, and you are the one who's there. Right? And nobody else in the family is, is putting in the effort. Yeah, and then it's, it's draining. Then the day you decide that you're not doing it anymore, suddenly people are offended because they're like, what? Where does that come from? Mm, mm, mm. So we'd love to hear your experiences and how you've managed. And even if you are battling with it all the same, and uh, maybe we can get some pearls of wisdom from uh, Dr. Matenji. We still have her on the line. Now, Doc, uh, I alluded to the, the family context, shared responsibilities, and yet somehow the weight always falls on one person. Uh, I can only imagine what that person goes through. Look, the the person ends up carrying more, a bigger burden that they initially signed mm. for. And that basically means that in the beginning, while I was trying to help, I thought I was helping in this thing. But then it evolves, right? It morphs. It becomes something much, much bigger than we initially intended. And as it changes, you don't even recognize it. What I was initially sacrificing was small. But now it, it became, don't want more. Now it is Mo's wife and then Mo's wife's mm. sisters, you know. And then it, there's more and more the responsibility becomes bigger. So part of what you need to be recognizing when you're coming into a space where you're making offers or when you're making sacrifices for people is that there's a level of competence that you need to know about yourself, where you know what your boundaries are, you know what your competence are. You also have a time bound. You understand how long you have to be able to make a sacrifice for. Because if you haven't defined those types of parameters, people will take liberties. And in the beginning, it feels good. It fulfills you to be there for people. But for as long as it feels good, you will not even know when they cross your boundaries and overextend mm. you. So you need to be able to say, well, uh-uh, this one is no longer within my area of competence. Like when I am increasing the budget, I can no longer afford it. I can only do it up to this point. If it's all school long, I'm no longer taking that one to school because I'm not able to. Mm. And it's okay for you not to be able to have that competence, but you need to be okay with it first before you want other people to be competent, uh, to be okay with it. The other part is when you are being expanded out of your boundaries, you have to pay attention to it. You can't pay attention to it because it's a crisis or because now people are taking liberties. You need to know as it's going there, not after. But if it is already gone too far, it is okay for you to withdraw your offer, to change and say, I am no longer able to sacrifice this opportunity mm-hmm. cost that go with it. I'm not able to deal with it. They're no longer healthy for me. Mm-hmm. I want to stop right now. Mm-hmm. We'll go to the lines, Doctor. We have uh, Mukheti in the Val. Mukheti, good morning. Hello, Mukheti. Oh, Mukheti's line is, is not so good there. Well, Doc, you were speaking about reciprocation. Uh, you know, sometimes you look at it at value add and sometimes it's just, you know, some people feel just being there is enough. 
how do you you know differentiate because it's all in the eye of the beholder i mean i might feel that just being there is enough but somebody might feel that i need to give a bit more not only of time but there must be some value add to it yeah and and that that's the power of the communication because there is no reciprocation until both of us are clear about what your needs are and what my needs are how you meet my needs owen and how mm. i meet your needs it's not about your own perception of what I need. Because if you think just being there is enough, Amara, and I'm sacrificing my career for you, Owen. Mm. No, there's no reciprocity. That's just you thinking you're enough and being lazy and not being there for me. Mm. And mm. if I'm coming from that angle, it will feel like our uh, CPC is unappreciative. She's attacking me. So mm. the power of that communication actually lays it out about what our needs are. So that when we're saying we're reciprocating, sincere offer. Because I was mm. coming in thinking I'm going to get A, but then Owen says I can only give B. Mm. And then I become, I think, Ah, with time he will move to A. No, he won't. He's made it clear. He can only be there for me physically. So when I changed it, then my offer was the one that was insincere instead of saying, Owen, lie to me because he never made that promise. You mm-hmm. see? So that communication is the foundation of the reciprocity for us to be clear about what the rules of engagement are. Mm. And Doctor, I think it's also important to have communication with the self, to talk to yourself yeah. and to find out, um, you know, where you are at any particular time within, let's say, a relationship uh, context to find out if you're still happy. But w- what are the tools that we can use to have those conversations with ourselves so that we maybe understand better our boundaries? Uh, maybe we want to set new boundaries and we you know, don't know how to start the conversation. What are the tools that we can use to empower ourselves to have the conversation with ourselves first so we accept what is happening and we can maybe try and change it? So for, for an offer to be sincere, right, recognize what are the concerns of the other person that you are trying to address, but also what are the hidden needs that you have that will be addressed by addressing mm. the concerns of another person. That's the first thing. The second thing, what are your boundaries? What are you not willing to do? What are you willing to do? Meaning that you need to first define what your area of competence is. Anything that is outside of your competence. As Kisi Pell, you have no business making a sacrifice for somebody, even if it's going to be stretched outside of your competence, because you're going to end up being feeling disappointed, feeling obligated, feeling overstretched, and mm. feeling resentful. Or I'm now being asked to do things I didn't sign up for, but I feel I have to because I'm already halfway through. I must just see it through. And that's not fair on you, and it's actually going to spoil the relationship. The third thing is, you understand that when you are making a sacrifice to somebody, there is a conditional promise that you are having with this person. There is an agreement that I'm also going to benefit. Make it clear how that evolves over time because you are paying it forward. The, the goal is that there's a particular way that you will see me by me making sacrifices for you. Mm. If that way does not evolve and does not shape in that way, I need to be able to say I need to renegotiate what I'm doing because mm-hmm. those types of things change. In the beginning, we might be at X and in the end, we're at Z. And if I'm not happy with being at Z, then I'm the one who felt betrayed. And we see this with a lot of people who are saying, I took you to school, now you must take yeah. care of me. And yeah. they're saying, oh, uh, uh, you took advantage of me because you never took care of me after I took you to school. You're supposed to marry me now, but now you're moving with Pearl. Mm. Doctor, uh, we're going to leave it there for today. But uh, really, uh, a lot uh, of stuff that uh, has been discussed, very absorbing, uh, really gives us an opportunity to reflect and really think hard about the positions we find ourselves in and how to manage. We appreciate your time as always. Dr. Tepisoma Denji, psychologist, life coach, and personal change catalyst on another installment of Personal Mastery. You can find her on Twitter at T. Matent.
You know, every time we've had uh, the doctor on on the show, I, I feel like <laughs> I take ten steps back in my personal <laughs> development. I check on my journal and how far I'm, I think I'm making strides with some things I'm trying to work on, and then it's like, oh, okay, we gotta still work on that, or we gotta, you know, it can be daunting, but it's also so exciting to grow and to evolve as a person. And, totally, yeah. and I hope this journey does exactly that for whoever is listening to us right now. And uh, on that note, on this Monday, we'd like to say, well, thank you for tuning in. It's been uh, a lot, but it's been good a lot. So thank you very much for being with us throughout the entire morning. It's been a great Monday. Congratulations to Kaza Chiefs. Oh, thank oh, you, Orlando yeah. Pirates. Well accepted. Yeah, I'm well sure accepted indeed. All our <laughs> and we love every Orlando Pirates fan and player and coach, no matter how many they go through. We love all of them. And on that note, good morning. Good day and, and good, good vibes. vibes.